Hello everyone, this is Veena from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, 28th of October and the big news of the day is the tussle for power in Maharashtra. Devendra Farnavis of the Bharatiya Janata Party and Divakar Raute of the BJP's ally Shiv Sena separately met with the governor. While Raute met Governor Bhagat Singh Koshyari at 10.30am, Farnavis visited the governor at 11am. Both parties clarified that the meetings were just courtesy calls. Meanwhile, Samna newspaper, the mouthpiece of Shiv Sena in its editorial used the iconic dialogue from the film Shole, Itna Sannata Kyu Hai Bhai, which translates to Why is there so much of silence to take a dig at its ally for the economic slowdown which the newspaper claimed led to muted Diwali celebration this year. The editorial said the Narendra Modi government's decision of demonetization and faulty implementation of the goods and services tax were to blame for the slowdown. The BJP Shiv Sena alliance last week won an absolute majority in the Maharashtra Assembly election. The BJP secured 105 seats and the Shiv Sena 56. However, government formation is held up because Shiv Sena is insisting on rotating the chief ministership between the two parties for two and a half years each. Bursting of firecrackers on Diwali has spiked air pollution levels in Delhi. According to the Central Pollution Control Board, the city's overall air quality index stood at 345 at 10:30 a.m. on Monday, the worst this season. The air quality, however, is better at this time of the year compared to the last 3 years. On Diwali day, 36 of the 37 air quality monitoring stations in the capital recorded very poor air quality. Last year the air quality index on Diwali had crossed 600 which is 12 times above the safe limit. In Mumbai cyclone Kar helped the city escape extreme pollution. Mumbai today enjoyed the cleanest post Diwali air in 5 years. On Sunday levels of PM 2.5 in Mumbai ranged from good during the day to satisfactory in the evening. PM 2.5 is the fine particulate matter that can enter deep into human lungs causing respiratory and other ailments. Air quality in the city is predicted to be moderate on Monday and satisfactory on Tuesday and Wednesday according to the system of air quality weather forecasting and research. Pakistan has set up 80 immigration counters to speedily clear the large number of Sikh pilgrims who are expected to use the Kartarpur corridor. India and Pakistan last week signed an agreement on opening the Kartarpur corridor to allow Indian pilgrims to undertake a visa-free visit to Gurdwara Darbar Sahib. the shrine of sikh religion's founder guru nanak dev in pakistan the agreement will allow 5000 pilgrims to visit the shrine daily the federal investigation agency of pakistan will send a clearance list of the pilgrims to the indian border force 10 days before their arrival the pilgrims will have their passports scanned on arrival before they are taken to gurudwara darbar sahib in special buses under the protection of pakistan rangers a 28 member delegation of the european union will visit kashmir on october 29 The delegation will also call on Vice President Venkaiah Naidu on Monday. Ahead of the delegation's visit, Prime Minister Narendra Modi discussed the situation in Kashmir after the abrogation of Article 370 with National Security Adviser Ajit Doval. Referring to the impending visit, Iltija Mufti, daughter of former Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister Mehbooba Mufti, tweeted from her mother's Twitter handle and I quote, "Hope they get a chance to speak to the people, local media, doctors and civil society members." The iron curtain between Kashmir and the world needs to be lifted and the government must be held accountable for putting JNK into turmoil. Unquote. Kashmir has been on lockdown since 5th of August when the Indian government removed the state's constitutional autonomy. 
The government restored landline and postpaid mobile services connection after around 70 days. But the valley remains without prepaid mobile and internet services. Most political leaders of the valley remain under house arrest as well. A Kerala nun, Sister Lucy Kalapura, has written to the Vatican challenging her expulsion from the Franciscan Clarist congregation. She has alleged that the disciplinary action against her was taken for participating in protests by a group of nuns seeking the arrest of Bishop Franco Mulakkal. Mulakkal is accused of raping a nun and is currently out on bail. In her letter, Sister Lucy Kalapura sought an opportunity to appear in person before a tribunal. She also sought an opportunity to present her case to Pope Francis. The first appeal by Sister Lucy to the Congregation for the Oriental Churches was dismissed for failing to give a satisfactory explanation for her lifestyle in violation of FCC laws. However, it allowed her to present a new recourse to the Supreme Tribunal of the Signatura Apostolica in the Vatican. The governor of Nagaland, Arun Ravi, is meeting the leader of the National Socialist Council of Nagaland, Isaac Moiva faction, Tuigaleng Moiva. The meeting is taking place while peace talks between Naga rebel groups and the Indian government remain deadlocked over the contentious issues of a separate flag and a constitution for the Nagas. The center has set 31st of October as the deadline for wrapping up the Naga peace talks, which started 22 years ago. A round of talks on the 24th of October between the governor and the rebel group remained inconclusive. The NSCN blamed Governor Ravi for the impasse and even questioned his sincerity. Chilean President Sebastian Piñera today ended the state of emergency in the country after over a week. The decision to lift the emergency came 2 days after more than a million people took to the streets demanding economic and political change. The protest in the country started with a few students demonstrating against a hike in metro fares and escalated into a mass demonstration. A message from the president's office said the state of emergency which saw 20,000 soldiers and police deployed on streets would end in all regions and towns where it was established. Before I sign off let me point you to a few things you should definitely check out on newslaundry.com. Newsense is back with a review of all the madness that takes place on TV news channels. The latest episode focuses on how the media chose to cover the murder of Hindutva leader Kamlesh Tiwari in Uttar Pradesh as well as the Maharashtra and Haryana elections. Do check out the episode on newslaundry.com or on our YouTube channel. In January, Prasar Bharti allowed private radio channels to broadcast news from All India Radio, but private radio channels are not keen to carry the bulletins. To know why, read my report on Newslaundry. It is headlined All India Radio offers its news bulletin to private FM stations for free. They aren't interested. One more thing listeners, two of our podcast have been nominated for the first ever Asia Podcast Awards. Let's Talk About has been nominated as the best education podcast while Awful and Awesome has been nominated as Asia's best podcast. We thank you all as this wouldn't have been possible without you. Please vote for us on asiapodcastawards.com. The last date for voting is 31st of October. Only few days are left so hurry up listeners we thrive on your support and one way to support us to create more amazing contents for you is by subscribing to our portal so if you like what we are doing and want us to continue go to newslaundry.com click on that subscribe option on the top and choose a plan convenient for you that's all for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you are listening from see you tomorrow All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.